Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Vergecast at CES 2015. Uh, I am Neil Patel. I am Dieter Bone. I'm Chris Plant. Uh, I have to tell you, this is extremely weird. Yeah. What is happening right now? Uh, if you are like most people and you are listening to this in your car, what I want you to imagine is that. Just like, don't close your eyes, but mentally close your eyes because uh, you're no, in your car. Actually, close your eyes. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see if self-driving cars can save you now. Uh, we are on what is a primarily deserted CES show floor. So the Verge has a booth at CES this year. It is pretty rad. Yeah. There's right a Mustang in it. Yeah, that we're Mustang right is to, hot. We're also right next to Sony. It's yeah. like it's like our chill spot. It's, like the, it's at the end of CES. Amazing graphics on our TVs. <laughs> anyway, we have leather couches. So every other day of the show, we're going to do the, the, the Vergecast here in front of people. Yeah. Presumably. But if they today come. was such a busy day, we actually waited to do it until after the Sony keynote and after the Samsung keynote. And nothing is happening here. Like, the show hasn't officially opened. The Sony thing is over, basically. And we are just alone at CES. I mean, we made the right choice because... Here during the day, it was like Thunderdome. Like yeah. there were just like little yellow vehicles flying about with their yeah. prongs. Oh, the people driving the other. forklifts! They are intense. Like there's a like a rally school for forklift drivers before you can come and be a forklift driver in Vegas. You have to do stunts, <laughs> like drifting the forklifts. Yeah. I th- I have to believe that those forklift drivers, when they go to school to learn how to do it, there's of, one right there. There we go. They're um, coming for us at all times. That they have like. Literal human dummies. Yeah, and they're that they swerving. Up. No, 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 not that they're swerving. That they are on their last day. They impale them so just, they can get it out of their system. Just to just to know what it feels like. Yeah, because yeah. you must you must want. No, to. it's like cell phone companies. They test the like the jelly filled fake heads right. for radiation. Forklift drivers just stab the heads. <laughs> Guys, do you want some of that classic Chris Plant video game color commentary? <laughs> yeah? So Sega, before it died, made this game called Shinmu, and it was like the big open world game. It's going to have everything in it. You can go to a capsule toy machine and get capsule toys. Best level in the game? Forklift driving. <laughs> 25-minute-long forklift races. <laughs> Sega knew what people wanted. Yeah, and that's it's why killing people with forklifts. <laughs> okay, so we're at CES. It is, a I'm just million you, things happen today. A million things happen. We're both... Uh, we're, I, here's what I know, actually, about Dieter. Dieter's uh, mindset. Hi. Dieter... <laughs> What's up? Dieter has spent most of the day in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's losing it. Oh, God. Completely no, no. losing it. The one time I left the trailer... He's so excited to I interact to with people. And had no internet. I just sat there and tried to get online for an hour. He was real mad. Okay, so CS was uh, very busy today. It's what we call CS Day Zero. Today, Wait, what is, was yesterday? Is negative, negative one. one. No, it was yesterday. Yeah. Today's zero. zero. Yeah. Tomorrow the show floor opens. That's day one. For real, to like the world. Yeah. Uh, so this is zero. And the reason for that is a super simple reason. For all these booths to be open and full of stuff that you can go look at, they have to announce it first. Right. So all the press conferences are today, and then tomorrow the show floor is open, and you can go look at stuff. So this morning started out, uh, like, bright and early, right, with, uh, yeah. what was it? God, it was like, an, like a million years ago. I'm going to look at our schedule. <laughs> uh, was it Asus? Uh, no, Asus yeah. was later. Last night was Lenovo. NVIDIA. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was... What happened? 
It uh, was. I'm sure it had like a self-driving God, car in so it. so long. And Samsung and Sony and BMW and Asus. I mean, Guys, this is like H-H-E literally everyone who was driving the car and didn't die when they closed Panasonic. their eyes has fallen asleep and now crashed. Today, yeah. today started with LG at 8 a.m. LG. Yeah. Okay, so it was LG. Uh, I will say getting hype for washing machines at 8 a.m. LG introduced today what I would call a baby washing machine. It's the best. It's the, so it cute. goes under your regular washing oh, machine. Oh, so you don't wash a baby. Yeah. You don't wash your baby. Well, it is about the right your, size. Your baby can use <laughs> this washing on your baby. <laughs> so, like, there's a cute little advertisement. The, like, well, the idea is you put, like, your, you know, regular load in, like, oh, God, I got to wash my delicates. And then you put your delicates in there so you can get them done faster. Uh-huh. It's two washing machines. One else, LG also had a refrigerator uh, in which the doors of the refrigerator have their own doors. Yeah. For quick access right. sure. to things in the doors. Do you know what I think it's is a, quick a access? Innovative dual door. <laughs> One door. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's usually. <laughs> no, LG and Samsung both went super hard on appliances today in yeah. like str- extremely strange ways, uh, which I appreciate. Because here's what I know, and here's my theme of the show. Here's my, my number one theme of CS, which is that gadgets are finally back. You stole that from me. No, you said gizmos, and gizmos is an invalid uh. word. Gizmos is the name of like an '80s movie about like a band of wind-up okay, toys that tries to no, save the world. Gizmo is the name of the Gremlin and Gremlins. Right. <laughs> what is the difference between the Gizmo a and a gadget? And yeah, I, I, Dieter, if you cannot a, elucidate yeah. the difference between a Gizmo and a gadget, then you should not be so dismissive of the word I think Gizmo here's because what I, here's it's what I, perfect. Here's what I believe: one, you haven't talked to enough people today. <laughs> 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 I think that is true. Damn you've, it. Been, you've been alone for too long today. Uh, no. The tra- the tra- our trailer, the inside of our trailer is like, it waxes and wanes. There's like yeah. bursts of energy and then like extreme typing sounds. Um, and I think, Dieter, you spent too much time in typing. So, right, but here, fine, Gizmo fine. versus Gadget. I think a gadget is, is, it has weight. It has meaning. The Gizmo is like a trinket. That's my that's my 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 feeling. No, based think, on nothing I, more than the yeah, sound I think of those that words. You can have a serious gizmo. I think you, a, a gizmo is a thing. A gadget is like a thing that's like whatever. I think we're about to have a serious gizmo. Yeah, right now. I, a serious I'm, gizmo I'm, I'm definitely sounds like a, on this one. All right, let's let's sounds talk like about let's like talk a drink about a, a device with a serious gizmo factor. I'm I'm moving on. Okay, you're welcome. Well, no, let me, let me the, finish my theme, uh, which is gadgets are back, and then you can you can gizmo it up. Here's what, no, no, here, uh, in this, I think this is like huge to understand all of CES's here, which is 2007, right before the iPhone came out, like Windows was poised to conquer the world and everything was going to connect to a Windows computer and like the notion of internet connectivity everywhere and all the platforms completely understanding the internet was like a bolt on to Windows and a bolt on to OS 9 and a bolt yeah. on to OS 10 in some ways. And then the iPhone disrupted the, the PC platforms. And the iPhone was not powerful enough, and early versions of Android were not powerful enough to let all that other stuff that was going to happen happen. So then everyone just tried to make phones and tablets, and that was garbage. And well, basically, it CS for years. Yeah, it wasn't. It, uh, most of it was garbage, but what it was was they like they were just they lost. They they could not keep up with the lead right. that Apple and Google made. garbage. Yeah. They, made, they made garbage and lost, which is fine, like you do. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's true, right? They couldn't win. Like, all the, the other companies, like, Polaroid tried to make phones here for years. Yeah. Like they were garbage, I, right? I like, would say that most of it was garbage. There were some people that had, like, systemic things working against them. Right, but, but like, like the, the main like, point is that, like, nobody CES else can 2010 win. was, like, a sea of crappy Android 2.2 tablets. Yes. Or, right? And, like, they weren't even licensed yeah. by Google. Yeah. And, like, Honeycomb came out, and there was, like, a sea of crappy, like... 
and that was all fine, but that wasn't the thing that you needed to make. Right. What you needed to have happen was iOS and Android and the cloud services to all like combine and be powerful enough for this universe of other stuff to happen again. And then on top of that, because there's this huge drive to put sensors and wireless and make wireless not cost a lot of battery and phones, those chips got really cheap and really like power efficient. And now you can just be like, yo, I want to make a coffee maker. I can just put a Wi-Fi chip and a temperature sensor in it, and that will connect to a cloud service, and the iPhone will be smart, or your Android yeah. phone will be the smart thing. And that means, like, what, what Samsung wants to rule the world with the Internet of Things is really just, like, we're just back to, like, gadgets. Yeah, but what's but great they don't, about they don't USB thing. connect to your computer anymore. They, right. like, they just Wi-Fi to a cloud. Or, or they, they just they, they do their own thing, and then maybe they, they Bluetooth to a phone. But you can just take a, a thing that did one thing and a thing that did another thing and stick them together. It's like my favorite, oh, my favorite gadgets theory. from yesterday was like uh, the, there's a, a bike pedal that turns your bike into a smart bike. Oh, that's cool. Right? Just like, yeah. That's just like cool. Like, oh, yeah, of course we should do something like that. Like, you don't need it, but it's like a fun right. gadget. It feels like CES before the iPhone, honestly. It feels like right. what CES was. I know, I was, was Christmas shopping, and I was at Best Buy, and I was like, there's cool stuff at Best Buy. Yeah. Like, in a weird, I'm not going to buy most of it way, because all of it is fitness trackers. Right. But it's here. And it's relatively cheap, and so if you're like, I can't think to what to get Uncle Joe, right. but Uncle Joe will be like, oh, hey, headphones Uncle. that, like... Track my head motion, <laughs> but Uncle Joe's too sure. dumb to know what's going on. I, I, That's I cool. know we're going to talk about the Internet of Things like every day this time, but yeah. I, I yeah. still, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of assumptions going around that all this stuff just works. I mean, you just said just works, and I, I, I don't believe it. I mean, I believe it for us, right? Yeah. I, when I picture my parents who like can barely get on to their own Wi-Fi network, I love you, Ken and Kathy, but we have trouble sometimes yeah. with that. Uh, <laughs> And then imagining them trying to figure out how to do that and dial it in with something that doesn't even have a screen on it or has, like, a tiny, small screen, like a coffee maker. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare for most people. And they're just going to say, I just want a normal coffee machine. And I know that we'll come around and get to that, but this feels a little, like, early hype. It feels like... No, I think that was last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was a moment last year and the year before where to solve the problem of how do we make this coffee machine smart, what they did was, like bolt a crappy Android smartphone to the back of it. Yeah. Like, that was the answer. Like, here's a reference board from MediaTek that runs Android 2.2, and now your coffee machine is smart, and it's going to run, like, an embedded app on old Android. And that was never going to work. Like, I literally don't let my parents, I don't allow them to expose themselves to new software. (laughs) Like, it terrifies me. My parents want a smart lock. I'm like, no, because what (laughs) you really want is an app that I will have to walk you through. And, like, that... We're not gonna. We're not gonna put access into your home at that level of comp. Like that's too much. But now what I'm saying is you don't have to. You're not. They're not doing that anymore. The, all the software lives on your phone, and all that's happening on all these devices is a little bit of wireless connectivity and a little bit of like sensor stuff. Yeah. And so like to get that coffee maker on on your Wi-Fi network, you just configure it on the phone. Sensor stuff. I'm very the excited CES to story. see all of it. As someone who still doesn't get my remote control to work. Right. <laughs> so we should talk about what actually happened here today um he said ominously do, do we can we but, talk about a couple more gizmos before we get into like the big well, yeah, there, was, there was yesterday we actually yeah. saw a lot of that cs unveiled which yeah. is like the like the little company show before the show before the show i actually finally figured it out oh. I, fi- I finally figured out what ces unveiled is all right so the show press conference days today yep. and the show opens tomorrow so most media gets in yesterday like we come in like 
I was here in, in October, right? Like we came in way, like really early and like set up and we have a trailer. Most people arrive yesterday in the afternoon and they immediately go from the airport to Unveiled yeah. where they're starving. Yeah. And so the CEA sets up food and booze in like somewhat extravagant fashion, which we don't, we don't take. Partake. Because right. ethics and video game journalism. <laughs> uh, um, but many, many people arrive at the airport, go, and they just like gorge themselves on like free shrimp. While, and then that's how, you, that's how they get exposed to the little companies. Right. So we've always looked at this all wrong. Like we go there for news. Other people are going there for sliders. Dude, we got yeah. good news out of that. We did. We had some I fun. got to see the O-Box. Yeah, yeah. Tell Thanks me about, about that. Well, okay, so the O-Box <laughs> is... I got to see the O-Box. Snail uh. Games. Snail Games, man. I, I, I got to dig more into Snail Games because they're okay. the strangest company. Chinese game developer, kind of, made browser games starting in 2000. And they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, Apple has disrupted the entire landscape. Video games are not going to make money because free-to-play is the whole thing, and we can't just be on browsers. So they started making mobile games. And they're like, hey, you know what make this easier? Making the hardware that will be optimized for this. And yeah. then they were like, you know what would be even easier than that? Becoming a telecom and becoming the fifth largest uh, <laughs> tele- mobile telephone provider in China, which, like, fifth, I mean, it's like 2% of the market or something. That's Millions a lot of people. Of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a ton of people. So then they're like, oh, this was so easy, apparently doing whatever we wanted. Let's do something so, so easy. Let's launch a video game console in America <laughs> and a handheld in the same year. Right. So they're launching Ovox, which is like an Android console, but it's like the most absurdly souped up version of that, even though it's running on uh, NVIDIA's K1, which just got yeah. Yeah. kind of replaced. So we'll By see if X1. they stick with that. By the way, the X is because of Maxwell. Uh, okay, carry on. I'm surprised that you heard that, that in that entire thing. That, um, NVIDIA's press conference was very long yesterday, and that was but one of many ridiculous things that were said. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write the, the blog post that's like, stop putting X in your brand name Yeah, from now okay. on. Stop just using yeah. letters. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, the cheapest version of it, they think, will be like $99, which is interesting because it also uh, displays 3D and 4K video. So potentially... This could be your Netflix no. 4K video no, streaming. No, none thing. of this is going to happen. The thing is oh, not that, going to come bad. out on time. It's going to be buggy. It's, <laughs> it's going to run Android. Guys. The games are going to suck because it runs Android. It's going to crash and burn. I'm sorry. No. Wow. I mean, do you, do you, a guys. lot of people are going to hear that the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to hear that you said it's going to fail because it runs Android, no, which no, is what Android, Dieter said. Android gaming consoles are They're doomed. doomed. They're doomed to fail. That's They're right. inherently doomed. Because gaming on Android is inferior to gaming on any other platform. Guys, I'm going to give you a little, I'm gonna you give you a little bit of a pep Linux? talk. This is a little CES pep talk. Ready? I come from the game space. Uh-oh. I know full well what happens <laughs> to Android things. But when something does something interesting, That's I like true. to at no. least humor it and give it the benefit of it's the doubt. It's very interesting. It's wow. very interesting. Yeah. Second thing, though. By the way, benefit of the doubt plant, my, my favorite plant. Yeah. After I talked to you, you know what I did? I called up my father this morning, mm-hmm. and he loves technology. He downloaded so much freeware. Uh, and he was like, boy, oh, boy. you are." He talks like this. He's like, boy, oh, boy, Jigali, you're at CES. I'm so gosh dang proud of you. And there's tech. Technology and have you seen all the new things? There's really electronic like skateboard. That. Yep, he's wow. my favorite person. <laughs> um, but like that, I was like, yeah, I need to be. I need yeah. to give these things a chance. And that's why I want to talk about the other thing that they showed, yeah. the W3D. Which I'm going to be really honest about who this is very clearly for. It is a Vita, 
essentially, it's a Vita that clone. runs Android, and it has uh, four uh, buttons on the top, so you yeah. have all four bumpers. Oh, yeah. I know, what this, I know where you're going. There's only one person yep. in the world who's going to play this, and yep. they're going to buy gajillions of them, and those are people who emulate games illegally. <laughs> yep. and, and whatever money they lose on the O-Box, I'm sure they're going to do yeah. uh, a fair amount of business on that, because yeah. it is clearly designed from top to bottom to make that an enjoyable experience. That's great. Um, so like for those and people, if you're the fifth largest Chinese phone manufacturer, are going to already this be, be great W3D. for you. Yeah. All right, so, Neil, what's your favorite gadget Gadget that you've seen so far? Not Gizmo. Actually, Gizmo. I, I, God, I, this is... It's fine. Favorite you, gadget. You keep litigating these words. I know. don't know what they mean. I just know that yours sounds dumber. <laughs> well, gadgets are cruddy because, oh. like, Inspector Gadget, mind, his stuff never works. You don't know what yours is. Uh, yeah, you tell me. I don't. I, no, I haven't. I, I haven't even mentioned. I it haven't yet. seen anything yet. But you tell me yours. Is. My favorite. I haven't seen it in person. But my favorite thing is the uh, band aid that you stick on your baby when it has a fever, and it lasts about a twenty four hours. And it just you can just check the app, uh, check your baby's temperature whenever you want, and or you can just set it to like make your phone beep if it changes radically. So for parents that want to freak out and like check their baby's temperature all the time and they've got a fever and they're really nervous about it, you just stick this oh, band aid on your baby and wait, you don't chill have out. A child, right? Liz, no, but Nate. it's an amazing idea. You, this yeah, is, this it's is a really good idea. Be warned. You're <laughs> surreptitiously checking your temperature. I, like, in, in terms of like weird little the way, what, in terms of technology getting cheaper and no, that that's making right. people's exactly lives right. better, this is a perfect example. But I will say this. Liz and Ariel constantly remind me that all these wearables and all these sensors and all this quantified self stuff is like heaven for complete like obsessive compulsive yes. yeah. hypochondriac. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh! Like Ariel's like up in arms about HealthKit and how you can't delete it from the iPhone because she's like this will just enable. Like if you are like a crazy parent, like a like a modern 2010s parent, a parent, <laughs> you'll just have one of these things on your kid all the time. Yeah, you, you will literally just swaddle your kid in like like sensor later band aids. <laughs> <laughs> There's God, not enough skin for more wearables. Um, you know what I will say? We should act, we, let, let, we can talk about Sony because we're sitting right. We're sitting in the shadow of the Sony booth. I literally wa- I covered. I live logged the Sony keynote and then walked here and sat down and we started verge casting. Yeah. So we might as we might as well talk about Sony, which is the last thing that happened. So my favorite gadget so far, and only for what it stands for, not for necessarily what it is, uh, is Sony's 4K TV, which is ridiculously thin. It is it's. The demo they're giving is they're walking around with chapstick, and the TV at the top is thinner than the part of the chapstick that you turn at the bottom. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, and they keep holding up phones. I mean, like, see how crappy your phone is? Our TV's thinner than it, <laughs> which is the best. Uh, I don't know why that's a valid comparison, but it fills everyone with glee. Uh, but here's the thing about that. So the, the hardware's beautiful. The picture's great. 4K, all this stuff. Sony just threw out their software. Right. They just stopped. Like, the one thing Sony has always needed to do just stop. Just stop. And all of their new TVs just run Android TV. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, and they knew it, too, because when they said it, there was kind of tepid claps. And he was like, you can clap. Like, <laughs> we did this for you. We're not yeah. using any of that junk on those other TVs. Yeah, it was amazing. It's like, they finally did it. And, like, they're, it's and a little... I, I played with one. It's a, yeah. obviously a little bit buggy. It's, like, brand new. Yeah, Android TV is a little buggy. But I think... Google TV was a forklift. Huge, just hey, forklift coming at us. Google TV is a huge failure. By the way, if I'm ever murdered, that will be the sound of my murder. Like yeah. not like a terribly scary sound, and not go like a, go impale a dummy, guys. Just sort of a dull beeping that indicates peril is at hand, <laughs> and then I'll like I'll screw it up. <laughs> I like that you think a warning signal means peril is at hand. Isn't that what, that what else? What else is designed to warn you? That's what it is. 
like, that warning in peril. Or you are literally that character in oh, okay, Austin Powers, where he's like backing up. And he's like, please get out of the way. And you're like, oh, peril is at hand. <laughs> Finally, an Austin Powers joke in 2015. Man. God. I'm telling you, man. I'm just saying, I'm not uh, saying that will be how I die. I'm saying that will be the sound. Sure. <laughs> what? Have you ever thought about the, the ambient sound environment no. of your own mortality? <laughs> Who doesn't? What were we talking about? That doesn't I matter. think we were talking about TV. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say Android oh, wait, TV wait, wait. doesn't suck. That's uh, all. That, that's the whole thing. So what you're excited about sucks. is the, the software on it. What, yeah. I'm, what I'm excited about in general, <laughs> our hearts filled with terror once again. What I'm excited about, I, I don't, can we even keep going? The problem is you never can know which continue? one of those sounds is going to be the when they kill is, you. Are our microphones picking up the beeping? Because I'm if they're not, we sound like 100% sure yeah. they're picking up the beeping. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, look, I see John's face. And John's face tells me that we screwed it up again. Uh, yeah, well, one year CES won't be loud. CES 2016, the quiet one. Uh, <laughs> After Neil died to that noise, everything was just so CS, quiet. CES 2016, permanent headphone rave. God. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Software. No. No, I'm saying like uh, the, the the platforms are extended down to all the screens, right? So like they gave up on the software and they're just using the mature platform. Can I the be honest with you? Though, that, like, like, it's kind of like having a TV that runs Windows. But yeah, but but that, so here's the thing: like, two years from now, the, the processor will be There's, slow. There, and the, software the problem will be with that is giving up and using somebody else's software platform. Only like Sony's not good at making its own software. It's not always good at using somebody else's. And uh, example A, exhibit exhibit A. Is the Walkman? Yeah, the new Walkman is running a two-year-old version of Android. I really wanted that too. Thousand dollars? No, 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 no. you've got it wrong. It's twelve hundred dollars. Yep. (laughs) So there's a new Walkman, the NW2. I would say it's my favorite gadget here for only because it is so ridiculous. It is such an audacious thing to make. So I have this other theory that the '90s are back in every which way, and this this gadget proves it. not because it's called a Walkman, but because Sony believes it can launch a new high-end audio format, which is basically what Sony tries to do every decade. Yep. So in the '90s was SACD, Super Audio CD, and I had one. I had one Sony like uh, like a home theater in a box when I was in college, and I had one Super Audio CD. What was it? Uh, I don't even remember. Yes, you do. You no, know I the don't. Band. I honestly don't remember. I'm pretty it was sure it was like a like big a audio thing. dynamite. It was not. Big. It was CNC you, Music Factory. No, like you, you yes, just, it was. you've literally just named two bands that no amount of additional vote like audio resolution can like reveal anything. <laughs> it was T Rex. Yeah. No, I think it was like some like old like Rolling Stones like B side collection. Sure, right? right. It's like right. the free CD that comes with the home theater and box. Like they didn't pay a lot for it. And I just remember being like, man, those guitar tinkles, they're so crisp. And then I never bought another Super Audio CD. But I was that guy, I was like, check out this one CD I have. It was awful. And that's what this Walkman is. It's a Walkman. They invented a new thing, HXEE or DXEE. Uh, It doesn't even matter what the letters are. It's but basically, they have an X in them. It's, it's super expensive mega bass. It's an audio upscaler that can make MP3s in your $1,200 Walkman sound really good. Uh-huh. If you have the like $3,000 headphones that oh, will yeah. make use of them. No, high-res yeah. audio is like, that's Sony's thing. And they're, they're like all, they have this whole line of products. They made a big announcement about how the CEA and everyone else at the CEA, all the member companies are going to support the same logo so consumers really know that it's high-res. This was part of the keynote today. 
They said it on stage. I'm sorry. They brought 3,000 journalists to Vegas and sat them down in a room with like a big circular screen above them. And first they talked about the interview, and then they talked about 4K, and then they talked about cameras. And then they they landed on, and we're all going to use the same logo for our super high-end audio format, and then looked expectantly upon us. Oh, no, we got that. (laughs) And he's like, and then $1,200 Walkman. We got that from Samsung, too. They announced the UHD Alliance. Can we okay? We can stop talking about Sony. Wait, There's whatever. Wait, I I have one thing that I want to hit because yeah. it, I it strikes me as funny that you care about software on a TV, and it's because I don't know why it matters. Because I I have a TV that I am obsessed with, as we've yeah. talked about. I have the last line of the Panasonic TVs. I think it's perfect yeah, television. You have the, the higher end one. I yes. get a ZT6. I think it's I think it is absolutely perfect, and I can never imagine getting rid of it at this yeah. point. Uh, and what I did with it, because I bought a nice TV, is I have my own separate sound. I'm not yeah. going to use the junkie sound in it. Right. And I'm also not going to use any junkie software you, in it. I plug the use, computer into it. Do you use the camera that pops up? No. Why? Well, I won't use anything but the I, TV. Right. That's what I want. Right, Panasonic makes a nice panel. They make a great and TV. Every, yeah. right. And that's what a TV is. And it seems funny to me that we know, like, the sound's going to be junky on a TV if we're buying a nice TV. So we get surround sound. But then when it comes to the computing angle, why people would want the computer inside of the TV when they can just hook a relatively affordable computer up to a TV and it works magnificently. And I've, I've written about this on the site. Having a computer connected to your TV changes everything about having a TV. It, it, it is... I mean, it was a total revelation in how I use my TV and in what it's connected to and what services I use and how those services yeah, are but actually I think reliable. You can't, you can't. That idea has been tried so many. Like, that first Microsoft tried it for real. Yep. Then they were like, nope, bad idea. Then Google tried it with Google TV and they're like, literally, it almost killed Logitech. Like, Google was like, I'm holding this knife. Would anyone like me to stab them? And Logitech was like, that sounds like a great direction for our business to go in. And Google was just like, stab. Like, they were just like, fundamentally, like they the made this sound like vision is nobody wants a keyboard on their coffee table. Because none of the keyboards are cool enough. That, that's it. Okay. You're, you're, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, I admit that there are some cool keyboards. I will concede uh, such I a thing. I guess what I'm saying is, as somebody who actually knows, or I would hope, or has tried the experience and knows it's better, it just seems weird to concede that it's an exciting thing, even though it's crappier. No, I think that... that here's the thing. So, to get really nerdy, it's about where the software lives. It's not about having a computer on your TV. It's about where does your software live and, like, how fast does it age and where does it get updated and, like, is it going to crash and why is it going to crash and, how, like, is the hardware behind it fast enough to run it? And having a computer next to your TV... The company that supports it going to update the... Right. Update it. And so, like, the best answer that anybody's had so far has been something like AirPlay or Chromecast, yeah. where all the software, like, kind of lives on your phone elsewhere. or elsewhere, and you, like, send stuff to the TV. Yeah. Your, what all you're saying is, it's the same, is the all the software's going to live on wire. a PC, and we're going to send it over. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, whatever. But you, that is, like, that's not an integrated solution. So either you go all the way down the, this is a dumb panel, or you find some way to make the smart panel. Actually, like, I think I can understand it. sell a dumb panel? Give me a I, dumb panel oh, yeah. with no speakers, no nothing. I just want because we're panel not the market, and this, yeah. I want five <laughs> HDMI. No, because we're, we're just definitely not. That's the all market. I want. This makes more sense to me now that I think about it. Because then what you're saying is the Android thing is optional in the same way the sound is optional. There's still sound on my TV, right. even though it's a laughable idea that I'm going to use it. Right. The Android thing's there, but I can still use my computer and still right. have a superior experience. Right. I mean, anything like so. I'm going to transition us right into Samsung, which is the yeah. other big set of announcements <laughs> today. So Sony made, announced a bunch of stuff. I mean, the big. I think Sony's big announcement was all of their new TVs are running Android TV. Then they announced some like smart glasses nonsense, weird Sony thing. 
then then they announced a bunch of obviously Internet of Things things, uh, like a, a light uh, a lamp that's a speaker. Yeah, a propri- proprietary vertical firing speaker. The glass of the lamp that's the tweeter because it vibrates. I mean, like that's so, like that's what I mean by gadgets are back. Like they're just whole hog into like weird gifts. Weird weird gifts. There's yeah. a lamp that's yeah. a speaker. Right? Also, there are so many in that good hall. Have you yeah. seen those Marley headphones? Yeah, yeah, they're, those are nice. They look nice. Uh, I, I was like pair. shocked how nice Marley they headphones look. are. Uh, they're good. They uh, also, if you catch it right at the right time, Marley's kids or you know, he has a thousand kids. They're actually there and they're just hanging out talking about headphones. Let me let me let me, float a, let me float a dark theory that the reason that everybody's finally making weird gadgets again and weird gifts again is because they're waiting for the economy to turn around. Like, oh well, now people actually buy this stuff. Yeah. Sure. I mean, maybe. Or they just yeah. have an opportunity to make something that connects to something that's... I mean, the whole point of this is all of these things are only enabled by phones. Right? Like, you, you need to have a phone to, like, make some of these things work. Do you know what's kind of funny about it? Yeah. When you think about, like, the, like, gift economy, right? Is that for the past probably six years, the junk that you always got from your grandparents was, like, something that connected to your phone but was garbage. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I, I guess I need this, like, wrap around my phone that looks like a puppy dog. And now it's an evolution of that to the extreme where it's like, yeah, these still are kind of connected to my phone. The phone is like the safe base yeah. for all companies. Are like, okay, it connects to a phone, so we know people will buy it. But we're actually making a guitar. Right. <laughs> it's like, great, cool. It's, right. But who, thank goodness, it connects I mean, to the today, phone. today, Lenovo put out a flash for selfies. Like, that is the ultimate, like, I don't really care about you gift, but I had to spend $40. Yeah. And I think people will happily buy that gift. Uh, I'm going to buy one of those. If there was a way to make the nice camera on the back of my phone be my selfie camera. Oh, there are. There's, there's, well, there's phones. We have, there's that, a they, phone they, in they our office that literally motor. It's, it's got a motor on it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I've it's seen that. Whip. That's the, the Oppo? It's Oppo, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 My computer. Like right, so Samsung. So let's, let's, do, let's do Samsung because I think that's important. So you You watched the keynote. I was, yeah. I was out and about. It was, it was a standard Samsung f- CES keynote. Uh, well, I mean, but Samsung had a crazy ass party last night with like girls in LED dresses. Yeah, floating so they in a got pool. their weird out there at the crazy ass party. Uh, what? I don't think Samsung ever gets its weird. Okay. Out. <laughs> I don't think such a thing is Please possible. Never say that phrase. Again. <laughs> I don't think Samsung ever gets weird out. Today, Samsung introduced a line of stoves to thunderous orchestral music. Yeah, like that's just who they are. Yep. Actually, the stove has got this insane cool oh, door God. where, like, you can open the top of it, and there's like the top section of the stove, so it's efficient. Everything at CES has two doors. Or no, no, but like, it's the <laughs> two same, doors no, no, are no. the biggest it's trend. The same of door. Appliances. It's the yeah. same door. You can hinge it here, or you can open the whole door. Oh, and this is the door your cell phone control. Yeah. <laughs> what? All right, uh, do, let's, let's go through the, Samsung. I mean, clearly, uh, they had the new stove. They had the new washing. Just machine, say the letters. S apostrophe. UHD. Sud. 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 What happens when you rub soap together? Really in the bath? unclear. So we showed up. I tell you we, what, and we should have to get into great. this. Sure. But Samsung, so we showed up and like, CS is not a coy environment. Like, Vegas is not a, a like, for a place that's all about like hiding your cards, like, Vegas is not about hiding your cards at all. So all the banners are up when we get here. All the whatever, the, the gigantic wall coverings are yep. here. And Samsung just has, like, billboards everywhere that it's, like, the most seductive. They're, like, fake movie billboards. And they're, like, the most seductive TV in the world starring 4K content from Netflix. And it's just, like, what? And there's, like, a silhouette of a man. And it's, like, 
you don't understand what the word seductive means. Yeah. Like just first and foremost. Well, they don't understand a, a few different words. As we posted on our site. <laughs> Modesty. Nine, well, what was it? <laughs> Shearing. Shearing. Yeah. S-H. So, yeah, there's nine. Do you have that post up? I'm looking it up right now, actually. Uh, uh, a method so, for preparing an egg. So, S apostrophe Yoshi, the most seductive TV in the world, which is... But it like just, the, so, it's UHD, ultra high So, def. my proposed headline, I'm just going to say this. John, you might have to bleep this. My proposed headline for the post where we revealed that Samsung had these posters was simply that, okay, I'll tone it down for the kids. Because we're also, there's... You want me to bleep it? No, no. <laughs> no I'll bleep. Just like, microphones in the hallway. I'll bleep. No, it's not that. It's that there are, we're in our space, and there are speakers. Yeah, yeah. people can hear for us. For our audience that isn't here. And so if I just said out loud... John is literally staring right through you. <laughs> Samsung wants to fuck <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, you have to finish the sentence. You can't just say Samsung wants to fuck. You, you, Look, Sam, you, you could have just, Samsung can't. wants to, you, but you just had to say the word. You just really wanted to but say I the word. But I couldn't finish it. I couldn't, I didn't deliver. <laughs> you didn't say the other words. The words after the words. There's only four words. <laughs> I thought you, I thought it was Samsung wants to do your, t- wants you to do your TV. Yeah, no. no just, it's not, yeah, you Samsung guys are wants to bone you. That's, no, it's, it's a, that's Sam, what I believe Samsung in my heart. Samsung wants you to bone yeah, it's, so it's unclear who is seducing whom yeah. in, this, in this relationship and also why the TV has the agency by which... You get seduced. <laughs> or the name. Like, it sounds like a Batman villain. Like, it's yeah. just like you see it and you're like, sued. What's insane <laughs> is that they, don't, they, they can't decide what the S stands for. Right, so can you... Okay, so the S literally does not stand... So at this event it doesn't where stand they, for Samsung. At the, so they had an event. Samsung. confirmed with, that it's not Samsung. Floating around in pools with neon lights on them and just insanity uh and they had signposts and the s stands not for samsung but for special or <laughs> perhaps striking yeah keep or going. perhaps sensational or seductive d- still just unclear smart stylish superb spectacular and <laughs> Shuring. 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 Read the definition of shuring. No, hang on. Confirm for me that the word shuring was actually somewhere. Because I'm pretty sure they probably meant stirring, right? I'm pretty sure what they actually meant was Samsung. No, so there's an alternate definition to shuring other than the one we have here. Oh. So you say this one first, and I'll... Shuring. Noun. Baking shelled eggs. Now, I think, there, I think I, and this is digging deep, this is high school clothing lab, <laughs> but I believe there's a sewing technique or a stitching technique where it's two lines uh, next to each other uh-huh. is also shuring. Right. That does not maybe, justify it. No, maybe, uh, maybe the, the TV is finished with like that like kind contrast of that, that, stitching. That extra touch. Doesn't <laughs> Occam's razor demand <laughs> that stirring it was they, supposed to be stirring and they, they screwed it up when they printed it? I want to But if you're going to if you're going to hire Eves Behar, yeah, to design your TV, yeah. and you're going to name it Sued. Dude, you that, don't you don't copy edit the press release? I yeah. do not care what that TV is called. It does look nice. It looks really good. I I would buy that TV. I came in to CES thinking I that I just I I would see it Across uh-huh. the room. Look, here it is. Make eyes at it. Make, make eyes yeah. at it. I'm, here it is. Be like, are you, running, it. you running Tyson? Is it just me or are you seductive? Is that a 21 9 aspect you guys, ratio? You guys, I'm going to make a bold statement. Okay. <laughs> is it I, bolder than me saying I would bone the TV? I believe in quantum pixels. I don't. That's. I don't. Is that a. 
Yep. You're real mad. I preferred the skit Chris and I were doing about how I <laughs> yeah, slowly yeah. walk across the room. Real kids in the hall over here. <laughs> and then no, say, so, say uh, to the uh, So Josh Lones put up a really good post. So like, this uh, is true. This is like happening all over Nobody at CES is saying peep about 3D. And it's... Well, that's like two years ago. Awesome. It was last year, too. We had it last year. A little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was well in dead last. And now it's yeah. all VR, or whatever. But everybody, the, the, all they're <laughs> now doing it's is, like what I've, they're just doing other quality. dumb ways to look at stuff. They're just doing picture <laughs> quality. And LG is doing OLED because they're dumb. What I if the real know. theme of CES is dumb up. ways to look at stuff? <laughs> but so quantum <laughs> pixels, they like do some chemically magical things to make yeah. LCDs like suck a little bit less and look a little bit more like plasma, and it kind of works. At least it works in like their controlled look at how awesome our TV looks right. environment. Um, it looks good. I'm not sold on curved TVs. No, curved TVs I, are garbage. I am sold on iterative there, improvements to there, LCDs until they there just are, look better. No, and I think that's like that's yeah. clearly the future, right? Like, yeah. Only the only company pushing OLED TVs here is LG. Yeah, and that's because they own OLED factories. Yep. And they're like, "What do we do with these? Like, we finally, <laughs> we finally got there, guys. And like, let's just make the TVs. Like, and then we can pack it up and go." <laughs> uh, but no, the quantum dots like they're 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 figuring out how to make LCD do all the stuff that, like they're black levels of plasma. The other interesting thing that's happening here, it's not going to get there, Chris. I feel your pain. But the other interesting thing that's happening here is last year we did a bunch of reports on high dynamic range TVs and Dolby Vision, yep. where the brights are so much brighter than they usually are. Yeah. And Netflix and Sony are partnering. Uh, Netflix is going to deliver HDR movies to Sony TVs yep. sometime this year. Um, so that quantum, like, it gets us to a place where you can see what's going to happen is that 4K TVs this year will be $1,000. Uh, David keeps telling me that 4K TVs are now table stakes. No one talks about their TVs being anything other than 4K. Right. Everyone's, that's like, that's the TV you can buy now for $1,000. Next year, those TVs will be $200. Next, the year after that, whatever. So the next thing they're desperately searching for, the next 3D is HDR. And you know what? I am way happier about that than I was about 3D. Yeah. I think HDR and quantum pixels? No, quantum pixels yeah, are I know, like, whatever. The, quanti- like, that's like you go from LED, LCD to like local dimming. LC- like, quantum pixels are just the next generation of that. Yep. HDR is the next 4K or the next 3D right. or whatever. Because yeah. you, you're not, they have, they've, ha- they've spent four years chasing their tails trying to deliver 4K content. And like, literally, what Sony came up with today was like the Goldbergs will be in, be shot in 4K some episodes. It's like Sony, you make the cameras and you own the studio. Yeah. You should really be able to put this together. Yeah, but like, they're, so that's finally happening. So they're they're not going to go to another like resolution boost soon, but they will definitely come to a place where they can do HDR because dynamic range is easier to control for. I'm just curious. The content is still the issue, and I know they were talking about all this up. Uprising, basically, yeah. for uh, the content you have. And I want to see more of it. Obviously, that's not what they're going to want to show. They want to show you 4K content on 4K TVs. Right. But if that uprising looks anything like basically uprising anywhere else, I, muddy is what I'm expecting. I want to see it before I like give too much of a judgment. But I, I don't know. that it, it, sound, it doesn't sound appealing to me to have a 4K TV if I'm not watching mostly 4K content. Right, and I think that's the... You know, there's another thing that's happening here, which is like Dish Network announced finally they're selling a cable subscription over the internet yeah. with ESPN yeah. included. Um, although uh, Peter Kafka reported in Recode today, and I, ever, I have every reason to believe him, uh, that that deal, so it's 20 bucks a month to get like 
ESPN and a bunch of other channels, but like the, one, the one that matters the is The one that matters is ESPN. It's the first time you can just buy ESPN and have it to you delivered in an app. Uh, but the deal with Dish is that if, you, if they get too many subscribers, ESPN can cancel the deal. It's capped. <laughs> right? So it's like inherently an experiment for ESPN to like figure out what that market looks like and how the streaming works and all that stuff. Uh, but if they get like too many subscribers, they can just be like, nope, we're done. Like That is the number. We're not at it. You cannot have any more. Because it, it's too much of a threat to their existing business model. But that's actually how beeping. the terror beeping. fills my heart. The future is a threat to our business is. model. I mean, I'm just saying. Men at work, man. Just I, I, in the moments, I think Las Vegas causes you to really think about. How you're all going to die one day. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Like just how small you are in your life. Yeah. Because, like, you fly over the mountains, and it's like, here's thousands of years of nature formed all this stuff. And then it's like, here's a fake pyramid next to the Eiffel Tower. This took 50 years. I'm going to tear it down, bitches. Like, <laughs> like, everything we've done is so small and so fleeting. And, like, it w- was so hard here. And then, like, you just hear this quiet beeping in this other totally artificial environment. And you're like, that's the sound of my death. <laughs> is that is it just me? No, I think that's fair. Like, my... Look, our lives will be fleeting and inconsequential. It's a place they that makes no are. sense. But in the middle, everything will connect to our cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that helps uh, me forget. Uh, are we, we going to talk about IoT? We should talk about IoT, and we should also talk about cars. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we really topics. What do you want to do first? I think, or I think, IoT? Well, here's what 8S, I know. 8S or IoT? No, you're, you're all fired up about IoT, but... I got. I'm I got, excited I have about scorn both of these. for 8s. Yeah, I got. Right. I got. Let's, let's do some IoT. That, do that's some more IoT? of a cell phone connection. IoT story. stands for Internet O Things. <laughs> Makes it sound it's much a more jaunty Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> one of the biggest trends in the industry today was if, wrecked by St. Patrick's Day. Like if there were, <laughs> if you were to a company with well, more the river than, green. I'm going to say 30 employees, and you're presenting at CES, you are talking about. The Internet of Things. Or, or you're trying to sell your company to Samsung. Unfortunately, the way we say it now, IoT, I hate my job. IoT. Um, IoT sounds better. Internet no. of Things doesn't sound like a real thing. Yeah, but IoT. It sounds like something in a Capital book. I, lowercase o, capital T. Yeah, like uh, capital G, lowercase o, capital T. They're associated with that Game of Thrones. Oh, capital W, lowercase O. Oh, that'd be amazing w. if it was, it was just to get closer to Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> We're two letters away. <laughs> One letter away. No, G-H-I. The problem that I have with IoT about and it. with Internet of Things in general is everybody talks about it. Did you just it, win an argument by yelling letters at me? <laughs> no, it's game, G-H-I. That's a two-letter jump. I see what you're saying. This is the worst. I feel go so ahead, bad for that person ahead, driving dude. the car who didn't kill himself when he closed his eyes. <laughs> you made it. We're still talking. I'm so sorry. All right. Tell, tell me. The worst part of what everybody talks about in Internet of Things all the time is nobody says anything. It's right. all really vague. And you're, everything will talk to each other, and you'll be connected, and you'll always know everything, and everything will always work together, and it'll be great. And right, because like, all the people talking about it. Tell me what my coffee maker's going to do. No, all, That's all no, you no, need no. to do. Tell it, me how my he, lock is going to work. No, but here's, here's Sony's problem and Samsung's problem and anybody else trying to do this stuff. And I, to its credit, Samsung's making a big deal about smart things. And they made yeah. that acquisition, and they're obviously fun, like funneling money into it. But what they're saying is we're going to make a bunch of hardware that's really cool 
because we're hardware companies yeah. at, our, at our hearts. We, when, we, when we're in our cars and we close our eyes and we envision ourselves as a hardware company in a fast car. That self-drives. <laughs> it self-drives. Thank you, NVIDIA. Thank you. Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It doesn't fill you with dread. You know what? It doesn't because I know they're doing it on purpose. That is the mo- yeah, that dude is trolling the shit out of us. <laughs> there hasn't been a pallet on that forklift in like two hours. Um, all right. Uh, no. Here's the thing. They're building all the hardware. They're ahead of the curve. Yeah, but they're and what they're yeah, saying right. is what people who are shitty at so- people who are oh, bad at software just, for the kids. Yeah. People who are bad at software. You don't know this, but I just pointed at John emphatically. You do realize we're also videotaping. <laughs> no, most people are in their no, no, cars. Sure, they're, yeah, yeah, they're in their car. All these companies are hardware companies. Yeah. And it, what hardware companies do when they're bad at software is they close their eyes and pretend they're good at software, and they come up with things that software could do. And that's all you're hearing. It's just vacuous nonsense right. about if Samsung was good at software, I bet when you walked into your house, it would know about your phone, I guess, and then turn on your computer, and then your computer would be like, yo... There's a Madonna video that I should play on the TV. And that Madonna video would then turn on all your lights. And it's like that. Made by Samsung. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, that's how we got there. That's not what anyone wants. Long walk, small <laughs> so, glass. Yeah. So Samsung announces new smart things. There's a new hub. There's new little micro sensors to make your things smart that are called smart things. Um, there's a subscription service. Um, and they've got a bunch of partnerships. They work with August Locks. They work with the Hue light bulb. They work with Honeywell. They work with uh, something, something, something. But like, it's really obvious to me that Samsung is like, well, we've gotten as far as we can get with phones. Let's see if we can actually dominate something else the way that Apple dominated phones. And they're running at. Uh, but that's and that's what. And, but like, and Google right. had the same idea. That's why they bought Nest. Yep. And Nest had a bunch of partnerships announced here, yep. including Hue bulbs and August Smart Locks. And to its credit, Samsung said everything we do will be an open standard. Yeah, they'll let anything talk to anything. To its great fault, what they did not say was, and we have figured out a security model that will keep you fucking safe. Yeah. Sorry for the kids. For the kids. Well, I mean, other, I would say John just looks very angry there's, at me. There is zero. Actually, John's just playing on his phone. And He's I mean, zero well, well recognition that these things not only are like privacy problems, but they're also just creepy. I'm like, there's it's one mm-hmm. thing like someone breaks into my Internet of Things uh, mesh network and can like look at the cameras that are trained on my bedroom. Like that's one level of scary. But there's a whole. Is other, there another level of yes, scary? There's a whole other level of scary, which is that there's a giant computer and a giant corporation using it to figure out when I'm going to die because it knows my sleeping patterns and therefore my insurance rates go up. Like that's. Good. I actually think this. Dear robot your, actuary, I yeah, love you. Like, I'm just saying. I think that looking at me while I sleep is way scarier than the insurance thing. Yeah, but it's not like one guy. It's not like the system. I'm really worried about the system, man. I Listen, don't, I don't worry about the system. Samsung today, man, can't get me down. Unironically, I live by my own rules. A couple of times, I stole this booze from Sony and I poured it in my own cup. A slide that said, "The rise of the <laughs> IoT." That's true. They did. They did say that. If you're a company that one doesn't does a two-hour keynote about the Internet of Things and everything in your house watching you and tracking you and doesn't talk about about privacy in a really deep way. And then on top of that, you make a Terminator reference and don't even know it. I don't want you Maybe running just the future have the of computing. Rights. That was what made me uncomfortable <laughs> about that entire speech. And we talked about this a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Was it felt like a politician trying to sell me on something that 
was actually bad for me, but they wanted yeah. to get through legislature. Like it's right. like, this is a great thing, Thanks, and it's Obama. going to connect to everything, and your life will be so much easier right. once the IOT comes in <laughs> and kidnaps your wife and children. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, what was the last thing? Oh, nothing. Light bulbs. They turn on whenever your music comes on. You're like, oh, okay, wait, cool. Oh, yeah. Forklift. One more time. Yeah. No pallets. Nope. Conspiracy. All right. One more Conspiracy. topic. One more topic. Uh, let's talk uh, so, Internet yes. Things is, I will say, one big trend. So, there's like many audiences for CES keynotes. Chris Grant and I were talking about this yesterday. There, there are many audiences for CES keynotes. There's like the, and you and I were talking about it a little bit too yeah. yesterday. Um, but Chris made a, a particular Grant, point about cars, which I thought was great. Uh, um, there's us, right? The press, and then we're going to communicate with the audience and consumers. In the modern era with, you know, your live streams and your whatnot, there's the consumers themselves, so you got to put on a big show. Then there's, like, your stock analysts, I guess. Yeah. They're important. They might move some share prices around. I don't know what they do. Again, ethics and video games journalism prevents me from investing in these companies, so I will be poor forever. But your stock analysts are here in some way. Um, then there are, like, potential partners. You want to impress them, put on a big show. And then, like... Very like last at the at the end of all of that, uh, it's like that you put on the show for yourself, right? Right. And not only yourself, but like the one guy at the one company who holds your fate in his hands. And that person could work at your company, right? It could be like a guy on your board of directors, or he could be like, for example, the head of engineering at Audi, who's kind of like, man, maybe I should buy some cameras for my new smart cars. And so every single company at CES has talked about the Internet of Things, which is their big consumer play. And then they've said some crazy shit about smart cars for like the seven people. This guy's just honking now. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, it's like a murderous duck Thank just you. rolling by us. <laughs> We're done. That was the Vergecast. Our uh, lives ended as they began. That's the noise I hear before I die. <laughs> Bozo the Clown honking. <laughs> you missed the final bucket, boy. It's time to die. Okay, Bozo. Oh, man, that was good. That was, I was really building there, and now... No, no, ADAS. 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 What does ADAS stand for? So all these companies are talking literally to, like, the seven CTOs of every car company or engineering chiefs or, like, advanced car information officer, whatever that title is at Ford and Chevy and Toyota and Audi. NVIDIA is like, we built it for you, the connected car. You, John Jones. And they just went on and on and on. Staring directly and, at you. And the, Terry, Scott, and Sarah. The acronym. <laughs> <laughs> and the no one acronym else. That this industry has chosen without any consultation to any of the many branding experts or social media gurus or even just neighbors who have kind of a frat boy sense of humor is ADAS. And it stands for Advanced Driver Assistance Systems. Yeah. That's ADAS. And everyone, every single keynote has featured like a CEO, like a master of the universe CEO standing up there and being like, we're so excited about ADAS. And it's like, why? Are and you, supplicating. Has anyone heard? <laughs> please, please, Richard, buy my ADAS. And it's like all of them. Every single one of them. Like Sony today. Sony's like Kazurai, who I think has done a job. Best. 
no. since 2012. I, I, I think he has survived pretty confidently, yeah. despite having people who apparently just don't know security every step of the way. <laughs> I mean, Fair. That's, that, yeah, but his, his, his great skill might be survival. Anyway, I say this with my voice booming over the Sony booth, like in the distance. Like, literally, like, the Sony people are going to come over the walls now and take our small fort. <laughs> Don't worry, if you punch at them, it hits them every time because they have no security. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Kasurai, who runs Sony, big, big concern, right? Who, the man who can summon Tony Hawk at just the, the call of a hand, which he did today. Anyway. Yeah. He was, like, super excited about advancements in imaging. You know, Sony makes the best cameras. And we were thinking, where could we put those cameras? ADAS. Cars are going to have cameras. What if we put our cameras in these places and then put up an outline of a car with arrows to, like, places on a car where you might want to put cameras? And he's like, ADAS. We're pretty excited about it. And that was it. That was just like that's man. much better though than in video. Which oh god. I mean, I want so there was uh, there's a thing that I shouldn't have been paying attention to because we have work to do. Uh, but uh, it's called games made quickly or something like that. Sure. And people speed run games for like five days, it's one after another after another. And right when Nvidia started, somebody was like, "I'm going to do a speed run of Uncharted." And the way they do it is they break through the walls. It's amazing. Yeah. Everybody should go watch it on the internet. It's a charity too. So. Go, go do that. Uh, but what happened was they beat Uncharted before that thing ended. <laughs> like, no, NVIDIA, NVIDIA like, I will say NVIDIA, like, legendarily long, bad keynotes. Yeah. But this was... And, like, Jensen Wong is, like, a great CEO, right? He's done an admirable job leading NVIDIA. He's yeah. clearly very smart. But, and he just... Taste in jackets. Like, if, here's what I'm going to say. If you're a man, yeah. and I'm guessing that you probably are because you're listening to our show, I want to change. I want to change that. I want to open up. I want to be broader. Oh, here we go. They want us to leave. That's one too. And I have some troubling news, which is that a forklift has killed Chris Plant. <laughs> I'm a ghost. Zombie. <laughs> ghost Plant is here. Gives less of an F than before. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> All right. Now here's what I know about Jensen Wong. If you're a man and you were a nerd and you were a graphics card nerd and you have reached like the pinnacle of your industry. You, too, I'm guessing, would dress like you were always about to get on a Ducati. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how that dude dresses. Yeah. And it's dope. Yeah. And then he gives the most boring keynotes of all time. <laughs> I mean, like, here's what they demoed yesterday. Dude, dude yeah. could mansplain some processor chips. But here's what they demoed <laughs> yesterday. And, and he, did, he did, I mean, many, <laughs> many floating point units were killed in the making of that <laughs> keynote. Uh, but they, NVIDIA built a system... I'll just give you one small example of how crazy this keynote was. They built an f- entire fake dashboard, like a fake dashboard of a car, right? Like speedometer, tachometer, big inf- They kept saying the word infotainment yeah. Yeah. in a way that just made me think, like, at any point, like a CD-ROM of, like, world capitals would be inserted into the car. Wait, there's Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> there she is. Get her. And I'm like... Gets on his Ducati. Beep. Beep, beep. My entire career has been building up to this. <laughs> Slowly beeping at Carmen Sandiego. Uh, in terms of jokes, that might be the most complicated joke of all time. Anyway, he, uh, yes, so, they, they showed so that. So they showed this thing and they're playing this thing. And they, had, like, <laughs> they added textures. They added textures Bamboo. to the graphics on and then, the thing. With real, on real saying, time lighting. Like in a world where the dominant design aesthetic is to get as flat and minimal, they're like, we can 
I'm holding a chunk of carbon fiber. It's so sparkly. And I can just make this render it. I just put it here, and it'll just render it up. And then, like, the entire dashboard will turn into sparky yeah. carbon fiber. And instead of, like, pushing a button to say, make it look like carbon fiber, they, like, had a piece of carbon fiber with an NFC chip on it or yeah. something. And they, like, set I mean, it, was, it, it was, it was, It was something. It yeah. was, but the whole that time That wasn't the craziest thing. The though. whole time they're doing this, the fake speedometer on their fake carbon oh. fiber car just kept flooring it to, like, <laughs> 140 miles an hour. And it would just stay there for a while and they'd, like, give up. And it's like, dude, your fake car is trying to escape. <laughs> it's just trying to run away from you. ADAS can't take it. Yeah, and, I mean, dude, it got deep into the ADAS game. Yeah. Like... That's nice. This dude yeah. uh, needs they, some the, no, the, can, can I say the craziest thing, though, that happened? The craziest is thing is... Is anyone going to disrupt the forklift ADAS game? <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing they did was not make the speedometer. Because that looks like it took, like, two or three days for yeah. somebody. The craziest thing they did was design an entire video game driving simulation <laughs> of, their parking of, of a parking garage that looked they, beautiful. They, they were very clear. It, that's their parking yeah. garage. Yeah, it looks, and it looked really nice. And it nice. was like a Jeep just driving around the parking garage. It was using Maxwell software. Yeah, No, the Jeep was learning to drive driving. in the fake it was, garage. It was puttering. Well, yeah. like, what so does that prove to me? So in terms of like Terminator references that like no one got, he's like, we've built a neural net processor that learns as it goes. Yeah. And it's like, first it sees part of a wheel, and then it learns it's a wheel, and then it sees part of a car. And then that learning the accelerates. person. They're like, and the algorithms accelerate the learning logarithmically, and soon it will know everything. And they're like, we can detect a crosswalk sign from farther away than you could possibly see. And it's like, dude, the next step is like, and then you see the pedestrians, and then you identify them as threats, and then you launch the missiles at them. Like, that's where you're going, NVIDIA. I don't think you see it. I mean, I will say the other ADAS thing about NVIDIA, they kept on showing it how well they could detect people and bikes and things. <laughs> but then the cars, had they, they never got to the next part, which is that, and then the car does something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. There it like is. Many drivers on the road today can also detect pedestrians. Unfortunately, our cars can only go 160 miles per hour. <laughs> Welcome to the hellscape. <laughs> Looks like a human. It Time was, to kill. And then Qualcomm. So Qualcomm today like, had like, I mean, just had the complete opposite of the NVIDIA experience, which is like the new CEO of, Paul, uh, of Qualcomm's like, he realized that. Paul Jacobs, like, gave the most epic, bad CES keynote of all time. So he's like, I'm just going to read numbers at you. Here are the number of field chips in my new chip line. Like, here are the number of FPGAs in the new Snapdragon 8. And he just kept doing it. And then at the end, he's like, we think there's a lot of ADAS applications. (laughs) (laughs) You too? Come on, man. All right. Is there anything yeah. else? This I, is your first yes. Give me the wrap up. It's been a couple days here now. I was like, I was like a little not feeling it at first. It was a little going to CES unveiled is truly a trial by fire. No, I will say this: we have a lot of new people on the Verge team with us this year. We have a, a, a bunch of people who've been with us for four years. Like Brian Bishop, literally left the Verge, went to go work for the Hollywood Reporter, and then came back in time he's for back, CES. Baby. He's never he's never leaving, and he always has to go to CES. Um, so we have a lot of people who've been doing this with us for a long time. I was actually saying this is my eighth CES, which is crazy. Um, the first one I ever did was we weren't even staying near the convention center. We barely came here. It was strange. It was a long time ago. This, how many is this for you? I think it's eight. So, like, it's weird to watch new people have their first experience at this. Because to me, this is like, I understand it. I, I know how it's laid out. That... 
You think amazing. after eight we'd figure out? Here's what I know. Yeah. Not you yes. want no, more go ahead. awesome. That's I was gonna just wrap it up. I was not, not even gonna let you finish. No, I want to hear more about Chris's first right. experience. Oh, and I apologize for the messiness of this podcast oh. and the murderousness of this forklift driver. <laughs> but no, I, I I think I like. It. I think what was like disorienting and upsetting to me about it at first was I come from what I thought were bad conferences. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought GDC. Well, GDC is pretty nice, but I thought E three was like a shambles of GDC. Therefore, must be the worst conference in the world. I was very wrong. <laughs> E3 is a masterpiece of organization. And this is, well, one, th- again, I saw CS unveiled first, which is crazy town. Yeah. It's a giant hall where people are, like, hiding underneath, like, little rafters. There was a part of CS write. unveiled that Casey and I just started referring to as Shame Alley, and we refused to, like, we were like, oh, you nope, mean not where walking I wrote. Back. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> where you, little that's where I met the people from a free app called Jigzy. Who oh, paid? Yeah. Who paid to be? Who came to Las Vegas? They paid to be here. They paid to exhibit at CES. They paid the nice lady in what I will charitably refer to as a sexy Elvis impersonator costume to be there. And then they took a selfie with us. And we said, and they said, we're going to jigsy this and send it right over to you. And we said, what does it mean to jigsy something? And they said, we're going to turn this picture into a puzzle so that when you send it to your friend, they have to download our app to put together the puzzle to <laughs> figure out what your selfie is. And I thought to myself. That's hope. What that is, what I that that's when shame looks in the mirror, what it sees is hope. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll go off that because I think <laughs> I think I have a, the same feeling, but not quite as sad. Is that what I liked about even the end of Unveiled was uh, there are people here who made the product. Yeah, like it's like a tangible thing yeah. that I can like touch. I mean, I wrote about the Stern pinball machine, and I've always loved pinball for that same reason versus even video games. Is it's like, wow, this is a thing. Yeah, and like you, like you made this thing for me. And maybe it's something like pinball that's obvious and will sell, or maybe it's a, a beacon that somehow transmits to other beacons tied to cell phones without using a cell service, like we saw briefly yesterday, and like. I'm never going to buy that. I don't, like, hike enough. I'm not healthy. But, like, that's a thing that people, like, I, I, ima- I can see, like, the story, even if it's not real, of, like, them being out and them getting lost and being like, hey, let's make this thing. And they went and made that thing. Yeah. And then they spent a ton of money to get here and pray that that thing makes their life yeah. worth living and that they have a happy life. And, like, there's some, like, inner warmth in that that I don't always get at the yeah. other conferences that I go to that, like, that I can like, touch something and see the person who made it and like see them being like, do you love it? <laughs> and, and for it to be sincere, not just like a yeah. PR person who's like, do you love it? Are you going to write about it? Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't know. No, and there's people are all over here. And it, what's funny yeah. about it is at CES, unlike many other trade shows, the people who are at the booths and like around are the people who made this stuff. Like, yeah. who, like the guy who makes Sony... Like he's here. He's somewhere beyond those walls. And I will find you, Cause. I will find you. He just lowers from the rafters like Sting. <laughs> baseball bat. He bats us all in the head. I think it's going to be good for cast. us to do this show in the, sad, so the shadow of the Sony booth. We're going to have Could to we get Cause to appear on the show? Be... We should do the next one in the shadow of the LG booth. <laughs> so we're just like CES Squat City outside. Yeah. Of... No, no should, it's Samsung City. A company every time. Samsung City is like over there. So yeah. we also should wrap up. Yes. It's time. Is it? Yeah. Sorry. All We're right. going to do it again tomorrow and the day <laughs> after that. 
And then we're going to, we, then finally, <laughs> this man will have his revenge. That's right. <laughs> I can hear him behind me if I don't want to turn around. <laughs> he, he got out. He's coming for you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He got out. He's now he's putting on gloves. I think we should wrap it up. That's, a, that's, okay, so, uh, that's the end of CS for today. After, uh, We're going to be here tomorrow murder. and the day after that. Yes. You yeah, can uh, see all of this fantastic CS news. We are gradually killing ourselves, <laughs> bleeding out of our fingers for you yeah. at TheVerge.com. You can watch our videos at YouTube.com. And you should subscribe to that. And there's like a billion already We're doing on about there. 20 a day. That's yeah. where we're at. Pretty much everything we talked about today is... In video Actually, form well and better done on video on YouTube. And, and fantastic and beautiful. So go there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Verge. Uh, Snapchat something uh, like I'm The Verge or something. I don't know. Sam, Snapchat. I'm The Sam. Verge. You what? should just let me Real do Verge. this. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. Engage. I was wow. doing really well. You were. It's The Real Verge. Okay. All right. Keep go going. On. No, no. I'm done. Instagram at I have no idea. The, the, the Verge. <laughs> Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. and, and There's actually a post on the site that you should just yeah. go to. Yeah. It's called Let's Be Social. Oh, sure. Just Google Let's Be Social. Verge. Because our search engine on our site is great. Um, let's see. What else? I'm here all night. That's it. Uh, Look, here's, you can find me at the Comedy today. Cellar at 3.30s on Wednesday <laughs> afternoons. Uh, Steffi, I love you. I miss you. Uh, Ken, Kathy, great to have you here in my heart and spirit. Tip your servers, uh, everybody. Tip your servers, everybody. And uh, Polaroid, I'm out. Right. Bye. Bye.